0: TREP Life Tribe, we are back with another exciting episode on our bonus episode series. I'm here with someone uh, really close, near and dear to my heart, Um, Trey Heinrich. Trey, introduce yourself to the podcast.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Trey Heinrich and just a huge sports fan, Chicago sports fan, Bears, Bulls, Cubs. Northwestern football and basketball too. Just always have loved sports and, you know, it's been a huge part of my life. I think Pete can attest to that. Absolutely. So Trey, give,
0: let's get a little bit more into your background. How do we know each other? How did you get into sports? What are you currently doing with sports right now?
1: So me and you met, you were my small group leader at in like a youth, like church Like Willow Creek with Impact. And we just, we've always been talking about sports like throughout small group and throughout like our lunges and stuff like that. And then what I'm doing right now with sports is I'm kind of just trying out classes I currently go to Harper. So I'm trying a sports marketing class and some writing classes. So I'm not sure exactly what kind of sports I would want to get into. It could be like media or like marketing, stuff like that. So that's what I'm currently trying to build towards. Okay.
0: So what do you like about sports marketing versus sports media?
1: Um, it's hard for me to tell for sure yet, but I think you can be like creative about sports marketing. And I think I know kind of like what fans are looking for because I've been a fan for so long. So I think that aspect would be cool. But then sports media it would be cool because you get to like, talk to players, travel with the team, and stuff like that. So I think both have their positives and negatives. So Very cool.
0: I think you'll be great at whatever you decide to do. So looking forward to see how that unfolds for you. Um, anyways, so we'll just get right into it. Tell us, give us an update on
1: baseball what are your current thoughts on baseball? Well, I am a Cubs fan, and they're not doing too well, so I don't like that. But I think baseball as a whole is in a really good place with young young and older players because there's a ton of young stars coming up there like, 20, 21, and then there's also, like, some, like, really good veterans that are in, like, their lower 30s. But the main problem right now with baseball is their commissioner, Rob Manfred, he just – he just does not know how to promote the game because they have a subscription. It's called MLB TV where you can watch any baseball game except they black out areas like where you are. So like we're, we're in Chicago, so we get blocked out of the Cubs and White Sox. Even like states like Iowa, you can get blocked out of like seven teams. So it's like not even worth paying the subscription. So I think they just need to promote their game better because they have the players to do it. Okay, so who do you think are the stars and superstars currently in baseball?
0: Um, because, like, uh, Anthony Edwards said that he recently said he didn't know who Alex Rodriguez is
1: or was. I thought that was kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. But you're talking about current or past? Past, past. Uh, I mean, uh,
0: not past, current, current.
1: Well, right now, the main guy is Mike Trout. He might, like, honestly, he might go down as the best player of all time. He can hit. He can field. He can really do it all. It sucks because his team's never been good enough to make the playoffs. So we haven't really seen him in the playoffs yet. That's kind of what is unique about baseball is you need more than one player to be good. Yeah, with injuries. And they just, their front office really just hasn't put the team around them that they need to. And then you got guys like Mookie Betts, who's really good on the Dodgers now, which that team is just loaded with superstars. And then, like, Juan Soto, who's, so like, one of the best young hitters in baseball right now. And what team does he play for? He's on the Washington Nationals.
0: Okay. What do you think about the uh, Washington Nationals letting their star player go and going over to Philly to sign that?
1: Was it a 10-year Contract. It was like 13, I want to say. It was a lot. Yeah. But it was, I don't know, that hurt their fan base a lot. But they're hoping Juan Soto can make up for it. It's not even just Bryce Harper. They lost uh, Anthony Rendell, their third baseman, to the Angels the year after, who's like a really good hitter. So they're really trying to rebuild it. I would have liked to see him stay in DC, but. It makes for good TV whenever the Phillies play the Nationals. Okay. So,
0: I have this theory, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree, but you have to just say why. Okay. I think the NHL will succeed or surpass the MLB, Major League Baseball, in about two years statistically in terms of popularity
1: what do you think i could agree to it to a certain extent i mean like i said before like the marketing and commissioner baseball is really not that good and hockey really is going up in popularity like i don't know if you've seen like their overtime they have three on three for five minutes which is really exciting and then a shootout and i mean that's that's really how you make your game more exciting right yeah, that is exciting.
0: So how do you feel about our Blackhawks?
1: I've been watching them in and out, but they're kind of a younger team. They, they've they been missing Jonathan Taze this year, with which that's like some really scary stuff because we don't even know what the illness is, which usually isn't a good sign when they don't release that kind of stuff. But they got some good young players and Dabrinkit and Doc, and they're just going to try to build to the future. Just see how that goes, and they're trying to push for the playoffs right now. But I don't know if they're gonna make it.
0: I haven't seen them play in a while. Who did they trade? Someone recently.
1: They traded like a bunch. Like they traded a bunch of players. Like they're kind of like more, like third or fourth line guys, for like future picks and stuff. So it's kind of a mini sell off. But I mean, a lot of people thought they did a good job. Do they still have who was their like young? He was probably like their third best
0: player during the championship. Um, Hosa, no Keith, Kane,
1: Patrick Kane. Oh, I still have Kane. Okay, he's Looks like some people think he's gonna be the best American born hockey player of all time when it, it's all said. He's still done. on
0: that trajectory.
1: Yeah. And he's what's crazy is he's still only like 32. Oh, that's weird. I didn't know he was still on that trajectory. I thought yeah, he's he's he's
0: nuts. I thought that had kind of fallen off. Cuz I guess uh Who, Crosby's Canadian, right?
1: I don't know, but if I had to guess, yes. Yeah, that cuz that's the only way that
0: yeah, and then all the other really good players are Canadian or, like, Russian or something. It's hard, but we'll probably see a little shift in that. All right. Yep. Let's move on to football. So, what? what's your favorite sport, actually? Of all of them? Of all of them. Baseball. Baseball. Okay, I think um that surprises me a little bit but like not so much at the same time
1: it would be baseball and then second i would probably say college football why college football i just there's part of just how the players just play hard for the joy of the game instead of money and i really like the bands and like the student sections and just the atmosphere of like college stadiums so that's where I kind of prefer it over the NFL, but I do like to watch both.
0: Yeah, I think I I
1: really don't watch much college football
0: at all. I maybe will follow a quarterback here or there or like a wide out, something like that. Um, But rarely do I.
1: Um, Aren't you the Alabama guy?
0: I am, but I'm not really watching their games until it's time for the playoffs. So you're uh, bandwagon? I'm not bandwagon at all. I don't know. That's what we talk about a lot. I don't know. There's a they're, they're, they're the team, but, like, with me in college sports, it's really just comes down to, like, playoffs. Let's, I'm not
1: going to. So let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Do you like the pl- current playoff structure with and... just four teams? No. I, th- I agree with you. I think
0: it needs to change. I think – I like the fact that they did go to a playoff structure, um, but I, I just think that it needs to um, be more consistent um, and the the evaluation process has to change a little bit.
1: Because I, I personally would change it to eight where they – give 5 spots to like the power 5 champions like big big 12, you got the SEC, ACC, Big 10, and Pac 12. And then I would put like the best non-power 5 team like last year would have been like Cincinnati and then just the two remaining ones. That's what I would do. Yeah, that could work. I like that. Cause I, it would bring I, more excitement to conference championships.
0: I think they they definitely have to um kind of play with the structure. And I don't, I think it's, I think it's probably going to be a while. I think it's probably, we're looking at another three to five years. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely like post COVID. I think that's probably going to slow a lot of progression down or it might speed it up depending. It's kind of like with COVID, it's either going to make things thrive or slow things down.
1: Yeah, I agree, but I I think they would do it because it would give them more games for money and stuff. Yeah, and that's more what they games care about,
0: and and bring more people in who are like, okay, maybe I don't like the the system. I feel like my team is getting cheated all the time. Like, you know, who cares? At a certain point, you know, so yeah, my team's not in it. I'm not watching anymore. So, I I think they have to do something with it just to um, make it more competitive make it well not even competitive well competitive but just more fair right And at the same time like you're talking about a lot of young students who this might be their last time playing football exactly you know um so i i think i think college football is a very special time in a football player's life and um you know it should be they, sh- they should be given an environment that uh, respects that. I agree with that. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the draft. What are your thoughts?
1: So it's really deep this year in offensive linemen and wide receivers, just top to bottom. You got like The elite tier of each position, and then you got like the next tier, which is also really solid. And obviously, the quarterbacks are a little bit top heavy, where there could be five potentially in the top 10, definitely in the first round.
0: Do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a once in a generation talent?
1: I would say, I would say so. I think he's going to be really good. I mean, he's shown it on the biggest stage in college kind of like Deshaun Watson did. So I think as long as he's in the right system, which it's it's going to be the Jaguars. So as long as he does good with Urban Meyer, I think he's going to be a stud. Okay. Who do you think's going second? I got Zach Wilson from BYU. Do you think he should be going second, or you think that's just who the Jets are going to take? I think that's who the Jets are going to take. I would personally go Justin Fields. I think he's got more upside. Trey, my man. Okay. Is that what you got?
0: Yeah, that's who I I I think Justin Fields. I actually like Justin Fields a little bit more than I like Trevor Lawrence, if I'm being honest. But um, you know, I think. I think the times that they played each other, Justin Fields is just stood toe to toe, Trevor Lawrence. So
1: yeah, he's got he's got extreme upside. Like he could be a, like top top five in the league. Or he so. could be a bust. I think he's boomer bust. I think
0: I think his floor is a little higher than what people think. Um, same way, but I, I'll say this. I think uh, Mac Jones has the highest floor. Yeah. Everyone talks about he has a pretty low ceiling, but I think he has a really high floor, and I think that's what people are looking at. Like I think he he'll be able to be a quality, maybe not an all pro, maybe not you know not all of that, but he'll be able to be like it at bare minimum, uh, not a star, but a franchise quarterback in the league, like like a eleven to fifteen range, yeah, yeah, 11 to fifteen. And once you kind of get to twenty, you, you might not be the best, but you you might lose a game or two for your team. So I'll, I'll say in that at worst fifteen to twenty range. I agree with that.
1: So definitely a starter in the league. I don't know. Could be the Niners. A lot of people are saying the Niners could get him. That's why they traded yeah, up. I think
0: that would be a good system for him. I think. Well, I think whoever the this type of system the Forty Nineers run with Shanahan is a uh, quarterback friendly. So I think I, I don't see someone not doing well there.
1: Oh yeah. It, that would, for Mac Jones personally, I think he should be hoping he's going there.
0: I think he, I think he would do very well there. Um, I, I think Trey Lance in that system would look good. Um, Pretty, pretty much all of them. I, I don't see any of them struggling in that system.
1: No, it's hard to, I mean, he's such a good coach, and. And then, um,
0: where where are you on the Kyle Pitts?
1: Oh, I, I I think he's a stud. I've seen some people say that he might be the most talented player in the whole draft. Do you think he's going to go top five? I think he's either going to go four to the the Falcons or he's going to go six to the Dolphins. I would lean towards the Dolphins. I would lean. I would like that. I would like him going to the Dolphins. It'd help Tua
0: out a lot. Yeah, give him a weapon. Because I think it's interesting. That I I think the experiment that they did with Tua, I don't think it showed enough. I don't think he had enough opportunities last year. Um, I think it was smart in some ways, but maybe not quite as beneficial as they had initially imagined. Um, so this is the year where Tua has to kind of prove that he was worth that he can be a franchise quarterback.
1: And I think he has, he has a chance. I mean, they could get Pitts, and I think they got 8th, 18th pick, where I've seen a lot of Rashad Bateman from Minnesota, who's a receiver. That would be some weapons for him to go with. And then who does he have now? He already has. Does he? Is Devontae Parker still there?
0: I think Parker is still there, but I, I think they signed someone as well.
1: I only they Adam Shaheen from the Bears on that team. Um, they have, who are the running backs? They have two solid running backs, I think. Yeah, they have a decent running back. Uh, I think they have Kenny and Drake. I think they did have him. Or, no, wait, did he go to Arizona?
0: No, he, he was at Arizona, and he signed with them, if I'm correct. Oh,
1: okay. I think that's That'd how that real.
0: went. Um, and so... That's who do you think in terms of wide receivers, where where do you think
1: we are? Well, you got the top three, which is the two Alabama ones, Devonta Smith, and you got Jalen Waddell, and then you also got Jamar Chase from LSU is probably number one, but they're all just, they're going to be studs. They're going to be really good, but I think Jalen Waddle he would be number one if he didn't get hurt. I don't know what you think about that. I I think the I think you have to take Devonte Smith first.
0: I know there's some I, questions I about his size, but as a wide receiver, winning an award that your quarterback was also up for that hasn't been done since when was it? When did um?
1: It was remember. historic.
0: Yeah. It was a historic season. Yeah. I think it was the '80s or the early '90s since the last time a wide receiver has won the Heisman.
1: That's it's insane. been a long
0: time, long time. And he—he he, it wasn't like he—he's getting double teams on him and everything. Like it's, I—I I, I think I think he'll figure it out at the next level. And I think if he'll put on some weight and be
1: be great where would you want to see him land Mm, i'd like to see him with
0: a good um situation like with a a a good uh strength and conditioning coach and a good offensive coordinator that's really gonna like believe in him and is gonna be focused on what he I don't think there's anything in the route tree that he can't do, but just put him in a position for success early on in his career. Just give him that confidence.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I've seen a lot of lions and panthers, though. I don't know if those teams would really do what you're you're looking for or not. Yeah, I don't necessarily
0: like those teams. Um, I think the coach for the lions is interesting, but that's about it. I and I, and I don't like the panthers at all anymore since they got rid of Cam. Dude,
1: are you not a Sam Darnold guy?
0: I'm really not. I I never was. It was never too high on him.
1: I wasn't either, to be honest.
0: Um, Just didn't – I didn't understand the hype. And I haven't seen it on the pro level. Not to say that he's been in the best position anyway. So,
1: I, I wish him success. Yeah, he hasn't gotten any help from the Jets. You know, At the all. Jets are
0: not a good organization. So, I mean – I think they could ruin – I don't think Zach Wilson is as good as he's being advertised here lately. Um, So I could see him kind of being the bust of the draft. He's my pick to be a bust or um, Trey Lance because Trey Lance just doesn't have a lot in his
1: catalog. I'm not going to lie. I see a lot of Trubisky and Trey Lance. Like playing one year, everyone's like all over that he's athletic and all that. I I don't know. I could see – and be in the bust.
0: I I think Trey Lance was a little bit more dominant in his one year. Because um, that's what you have to be when you're playing at a smaller school. Um, but, yeah. And it's still crazy to me that Mitch got a, um, a Pro Bowl.
1: How oh, did that happen? It was like a – he was a replacement. He was, but, like, still, how did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. He was, like, like, okay in 2018, but he wasn't a pro bowler by he any means. He was never a pro bowler. He was, at best, an effective
0: part of that system.
1: He was okay. He wasn't great. He wasn't the reason they won. He wasn't the reason they lost that year. That's all I'll say about that, I think. He was... And then,
0: you know, I, I think it's time for uh, just a little bit of a tangent. It's time for Ryan Pace to go.
1: Oh, yeah. It's been time.
0: <laughs> Do you think do you think Nagy should stay or
1: what? I'm a bigger Nagy guy than most, but I think what comes with the new GM most likely would be a new coach. So I'd be fine parting with him, but I don't know. Nagy's just really stubborn. He just wants to call plays even though he just doesn't have it. I mean, who would you, like, replace him with, though?
0: Because I kind of hate that with the, the GMs. Like, if you have a, a good coach – don't just replace a, a good coach so that you can have your own people in.
1: And yeah, play. I don't like that either, but it's just like what they least, do. I don't know. At least do like a year or two with
0: them where they're maybe on a hot seat and go from there. But, like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, then you have the opportunity to bring in your own people.
1: Because he has the potential, I think, Nagy does. I don't know if you do, but he's a really good culture guy.
0: I don't think he's as good as advertised. But I don't think he's as worse as he's being kind of portrayed now either. I think he's probably like a C plus, B minus coach. I think,
1: I think if he, he like left the Bears and maybe went back with Andy Reid for a few years, learned some more stuff, and then got hired again, he would be better.
0: Yeah, I,
1: I think he's like
0: a um, a Doug Peterson.
1: He's like okay, but not spectacular.
0: Yeah, and and I think with a lot of coaches now, I think if you don't win and you're able to have a really good offense, I think when the league catches up with you, it's really hard for players to continue to buy into you.
1: It's true. I mean, the Bears just haven't had the offense at all, which is what he came to do, so. Right. That's how you got the
0: job, so that needs to be better. Oh, absolutely. Um, so... Who do you think is going to have the most impact out of this draft? Like, where do you – how do you see these teams developing? And how do you feel about the uh, 17-game season that we're looking at?
1: 17-game, I don't know. I don't really see a point, to be honest. But, I don't know, they want it it for more money and stuff. I still don't think they – like, preseason should only be two games when it's still going to be three. I don't know, that was kind of an interesting move. And in terms of impact, are you talking about like right away or in the future?
0: Um, let's do right away and the future two
1: predictions. Okay, right away, because in my prediction, I have Waddle going all the way down to eleven to the Giants, and I think that would just be a nasty skill like position team because they would have Barkley, Ingram, Galladay, and Waddle. So that'd be really that'd nasty. Be nice.
0: They're already stacked at the skill position.
1: So Daniel Jones wouldn't have any excuses at that point.
0: Yeah, he has to perform. He has a really good uh, – he has Sterling Shepard as well, who I think is a significantly underrated receiver.
1: I think he's a really good slot receiver that no one ever talks about. In terms of future, I don't know. It could be now and future. I might be a little bit biased because, like, I see a lot of Big Ten being a Northwestern fan. If I really like Rondell Moore out of Purdue. He's just super fast. He's undersized. He's He's just a beast. I think he would be really good – as like a second receiver, slot receiver on a good team.
0: And who do you think long-term is going to have the most impact in this
1: draft? Honestly, we said it before, but I think if Justin Fields gets developed, right, he'd be a stud. I think it's not going to be right away. I think in two or three years, he could be a top five quarterback. So you, you do
0: kind of think it would be best for Justin Fields to maybe go to um, Atlanta and let uh, Matt Ryan kind of finish out his career and then take over? I think
1: that would be good. I think, well, Shanahan would be good for him, but I think he needs to sit a few years. I don't know if they're willing to do that. Yeah, but it seems like they're trying to move off of uh, Jimmy G.
0: I know you're not a Jimmy G fan, but I am. So.
1: I'm not I, – I just don't think he – Like, if he came to the Bears, I really don't think they would go anywhere.
0: Shout out to Jimmy G from Rolling Meadows. Local kid. Class of 2010.
1: So what do you like about Jimmy G?
0: Um, Just that, like, he's a cool dude from the times I've seen him,
1: so. (laughs) So you don't like the skill at all?
0: Yeah, I like the skill. I think he can play. I think he's a good player.
1: Do you think if he went to the Bears, he'd be good?
0: I think he i think he makes the bears if he doesn't get hurt a consistent um playoff team absolutely I think that he has enough weapons to be effective uh and the bears defense is still good enough it's not what it used to be, but it's still good enough where
1: they could be a balanced team I feel like if he came they wouldn't win because of him but they would win he wouldn't be the reason they lose
0: i mean i i think to me, and I really like this player, but like the term that gets thrown around is game manager when we talk about like Alex Smith. Yeah, um, but I, I think he's more of a high-end game manager, and I think that's all you need on certain teams. Like if you have, if he has players that uh, on the other end, which I think um, Allen Robinson is, I think he's definitely a playmaker. I think if he was playing with more better caliber higher caliber QBs he'd be talked about a lot more
1: oh yeah definitely
0: um he kind of reminds me of for some reason but not I I think it's just because I like them both because I don't really know if their games complement each other but it's just he reminds me of Brandon
1: Marshall for some reason oh because of the size kind of like taller uh, I mean, well Brandon Marshall's
0: really tall Brandon Marshall's like 6'5
1: he was really tall he was huge. I,
0: I didn't know Brandon Marshall was that tall.
1: He was pretty. I mean, he was all right with the Bears for a few years. I think he's their best receiver ever. You think so?
0: I I think so. I think, and sadly, I think Jay Cutler is probably the best quarterback the Bears have. Yeah, it's either him or like Jim McMahon.
1: It, it's That's about yeah. it.
0: Yes, so you have to give the edge to Jim McMahon.
1: Well, the the, you know you're in trouble when Trubisky's holding some franchise records. That's crazy. <laughs> That's really sad. It is sad.
0: It's like the the Bears just really are really bad at drafting. It's like, or and not even really bad at drafting, but like keeping the players that they draft. Like, was... they don't have the right players because when the players go, they usually excel. Like, Greg Olson. Why didn't we... Oh,
1: that was that was the dumbest trade I've ever heard. Like, I think Greg Olson's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, yes, he He's amazing. Like, yeah, they, they should have made that work. Because they, they didn't because it was their crappy offensive coordinator, like Mike Marth or something. They didn't fit his scheme. They're so like, help oh, doesn't fit a scheme. We're going to trade him. And then they let him go. You
0: him for people that you don't even keep.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't <laughs> understand that.
1: It's because they're, they're incompetent.
0: They're super incompetent. It's like they talk themselves into
1: Trubisky. Because he's a nice guy. That's part of it.
0: They, they liked him. And then it's like, you could have gotten Deshaun Watson. But you trade it
1: to get Mitch. Like... The Watson criticism is fair. I don't think the Mahomes one is because I don't think anyone saw that one coming.
0: I mean, even still, Watson had a better career than um,
1: at the at that time, better college career than Trubisky. Oh no, no, that was fair. No, Watson. People criticizing Watson's fair, hundred percent. But he, even
0: with Mahomes,
1: while Mahomes was like far down a lot of people's boards
0: at the time. He he was. But when you saw him play, you knew that the kid had a cannon for an arm. Now, I think people thought he was going to be a lot more um, reckless with the football and less um like more less accurate than what he is and more prone for turnovers, but he's really not like that <laughs> at all. No, he's, he's insane, you know, so he, he definitely has a rifle for an arm.
1: Watson's fair though cuz he just beat Alabama the yeah. year before.
0: And was like a runner up for Heisman too. like he had a great people forget what he had a great college career. Well
1: cuz that year he beat Alabama that defense was literally an NFL defense. Right. And he beat them.
0: And he put up records, I think. He had like a record breaking year that year. For QB and I don't even think Trevor Lawrence beat some of his records.
1: That's insane. So
0: I, I don't I never understood that. It never made sense. Um, but the Bears have never made sense to me as a franchise my whole life. I've always just been very confused by them. And I think like Green Bay knows how to pick quarterbacks, yep. Which is why I'm somewhat interested in how this Jordan Love experiment's gonna go. Um and the Steelers know how to pick wide receivers. So
1: That is true. Even last year Chase Claypool. Yeah. But
0: the thing with the Bears, and this is the thing with a lot of teams, they're not good at drafting and they don't know how to
1: recruit. You have to do one or the other. Well. And they can't do either. And they can't do either. They can just develop some decent young defensive players. <laughs> It it it. seems like
0: they they know how to develop defenses from time to time, but then they just waste their defenses because they don't have the offense to go with it.
1: It's like the Bears' defense would fit with the Packers' offense, and that team would be nasty. Yeah. Because the Packers, they can't build around – they can get the quarterback, and then they can't build around the quarterback. Yeah, that's their issue. Which is crazy to me.
0: Okay. So, who do you see in the Super Bowl next year? I know it's way too early to predict that, but we're going to do it anyway.
1: I know you're going to like it. I I, I do think that the Buccaneers are going to be back. They they, They have everyone coming back, I'm pretty sure, all 22 starters. Except for Antonio Brown. See, I don't like saying, like, the Chiefs would be back. I feel like they would be likely, but I'm also a really big fan of the Bills. So, I could see the Bills maybe knocking them off.
0: I really don't like Bill's Mafia for some reason. You don't? No. I like uh, Diggs, though. That's my guy. It's like Dick Josh Hayden. Allen? I don't. Really? I've never been high on Josh Allen, ever. I hate it when all that MVP talk last year. I was like, that's crazy. I'm like, it's totally Diggs that there's the MVP talk. He transformed it, that offense. and
1: I think Sean McDermott's or- really good, though.
0: I do, too. I think that's a good coach. I think that they're well-coached. I think they're not the most balanced team, but one of the better, more complete teams. Oh, yeah. In the um, league right now. I, But I, I really do think that that offense is completely elevated in, um,
1: by, by Diggs. That was a good trade for both teams because the Vikings got Justin Jefferson out of that. Right. And he he's he's a great player. I like trades like that, where it works out good for both teams like that.
0: Yeah, I think that's the way trades should work if they're done in, by smart people making deals. Like, hey, I need this, you need that. And you're not going to try to
1: fleece them. It's
0: just... Right. It's just, we need different things at this time. And, you know, put both of our teams in a better position. I, I love trades like that too. I... I want to say I think the Bucks will be back, but I'm not sure. How old is Tom Brady this year, 44?
1: I don't know, man. <laughs> it's nuts. I just don't know who would beat him. That's the thing. I mean, maybe the Rams, someone from the West. I don't know, though.
0: Maybe the Packers. That's the only thing I can think of.
1: The problem is they're similar. They're just like they 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 have to prove it in the playoffs. That's the problem. They just make it to the championship and lose every time. Yeah.
0: They have to and then maybe maybe the Seahawks if they get some stuff together. I don't know.
1: I thought last year was the Packers year.
0: I thought for sure. I, I didn't think that. I thought I I knew Tom Brady was going to get to a Super Bowl.
1: Because I just was like, man, this offense is insane. Like, Rodgers' offense last year. Like, when they got shut down.
0: Yeah, I never – I think Aaron Jones is a uh, really good running back. I think – I'm not as high on uh, Devontae Adams as some people. I think this is probably the first year where I would have him in my top five. Oh, I think he's good. Um Oh, I think he's good too, don't get me wrong. Um, but I, I think most of the time he's been outside of the top five, where I know some people have him as a a top three wide out in the game. I don't have him that
1: high. So what what would be your top three? For wideouts right now?
0: Yeah. Um I'd say Julio, DeAndre, Hopkins and Let's see who else could we do. Michael? Do eh, I don't want to do Michael Thomas?
1: He's he's pretty good.
0: I I don't know why I'm struggling with this. I normally have my
1: here. I'm let's see. Mike Evans is, could be up there somewhere close. I don't know if he'd be top. Mike five. Evans is
0: outside of my top five. He's like six or
1: seven. But
0: who? who else Tyree Kill.
1: Have? Some people might like up there. I
0: usually don't have Tyreek in my top
1: five. Maybe Diggs.
0: I I usually have Diggs outside my top five, even though I like him a lot.
1: I think DeAndre Hopkins is number one. I think he has been for a while.
0: Yeah, I think he's done the most with the least amount of quarterback play involved. I think Julio's great. I I really if AB could have played the full season, I would still have AB as a top three. Um, and I would put Odell. Odell's been hurt a lot. Oh, I forgot about yeah, he's really good too. Um, so I'm I'm only not including him just due to injuries. I'm just thinking about people who played.
1: A lot of people like DK Medkev. I don't know if I'm like that high at all. Yeah, I don't have him that high
0: yet. Great player though. Um, definitely coming up. Um. Who else do I have? There's I feel like I'm missing someone.
1: Calvin Ridley's good too. Yeah, I don't have him that high. I don't either, but I'm just saying he's pretty good. Let's see. I'm
0: trying to even think of what other team. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna do that for the time being. Gotta have Julio. You got to have D-Hop. D-Hop, for sure. I'll probably do D-Hop
1: first, and then
0: who did I give you as my second?
1: you do Julio? Or was it someone else? I thought I gave you three, but I just didn't know. You're you're not that high on digs.
0: I I don't have my top three.
1: I don't know where I would have them. (laughs) definitely a top 10 for sure but yeah for sure but like my top
0: my top six is like my top 10 is really flexible like six seven eight nine that
1: that's they're all in the same tier that's kind of what yeah. it more is it's like tiers yeah, than just ranking tiers.
0: yeah yeah that's that's the way i feel about it too Let's see. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to go with Mike Michael Thomas.
1: He's really good, too. It'll be interesting to see him without Drew Brees next year.
0: Yeah, I think Jameis will be able to
1: still keep with his level of production. He could. It's a better system than he had before.
0: Keenan Allen's another name that I think gets overlooked a lot. I think he's a... Somewhere in that top ten.
1: Him and Herbert are going to be good together for a while. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I just looked into. There were a lot of injuries, but yeah, my list will look a little bit different when um Odell comes back. It's fair. But, yeah, so in that case, I, I would have to put uh, Devontae.
1: It's probably four for me then. I think he's top five for sure. I don't know. I would maybe put him at three, but that I might, I might be stretching a little bit. Yeah, I could see him at three. I don't think that's a bad pick. He's just so dominant in the red zone. Yeah.
0: And, and I think he has some good uh, players playing opposite him. But I, I still do think that the uh, Packers should have gotten uh, Will Fuller.
1: Oh, yeah, they should have. They should draft a receiver this year since there's so many good ones. Yeah, they could draft someone in the second round just
0: and kind of develop them a little bit. Okay, let's make our way to basketball. What are your thoughts as we get closer to the NBA
1: playoffs? Just... Just hoping that there's just not very many injuries. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what everyone can hope for. They just kind of get through the year. That's kind of where I'm at. I don't know about you.
0: I think – I hope everyone gets through the year as healthy as possible, every team, every player. And I hope that next season is pushed back a little bit so that they can have a full off season.
1: So would you just do next year or do you do a shorter season to get it back on – the normal schedule or would you just switch it all together permanently?
0: Um, I think maybe do a shorter season next year so that they can recuperate. I think this was way too short of an off season.
1: Oh, it was really short.
0: For players that made a playoff run, for teams that made a playoff run, I think it was too much.
1: It was hard because it was like the Lakers were off for like 50 days and then teams like the Bulls were off for like seven, eight months. Something like that. That's completely different, you know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not not the same at all. So, I I think you know I think the league is in a good place overall. They just have some little kinks to figure out here and there.
1: I do think Adam Silver is the boss commissioner in sports. That's my opinion. You like him over um, good
0: old. Uh, what's his face? Roger Goodell.
1: I do. I mean, I, I don't hate Roger Goodell as most. Do Do you like him or not? Really? No, I agree with you. I think Adam
0: Silver is definitely the best commissioner in
1: sports. He just knows what he's um, doing
0: with everything. Yeah, I think I like the way he relates to the players and everything. Although I do think, you know, the the NFL is team driven, whereas um, that's not necessarily the case with the NBA. It's more star driven, for sure. They're probably so, the most star driven by far, I would say, in all sports. Yeah, definitely. I think baseball used to be, but I don't think that's the case anymore. No, it's not. Um, and I, I would even say NHL was to a certain extent, but it, it was always kind of a mix of great players on great teams, though. So. I think that's what most sports, and I actually think the NBA owners would actually want to kind of get back to that a little bit.
1: I think we would, I think fans would want to see it too. Cause I, I do think
0: um, the hard trade was a little out of control this year. That was nuts.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think that was correct at all. It was just like, they get two stars and let's just throw another one on there, throw all our picks to all our young players and then just hope it works. Yeah, I, I don't think that was like in good faith.
0: I thought it was a little bit different than the A D trade, where he kind of gave them an opportunity to make some changes and they just kind of elected not to. And oh, I yeah. didn't I didn't feel like the uh Rockets had a horrible team around them. I actually thought they had some talent. They had John Wall at the point. You can have uh Harden at the two, then you have Demarcus Cousins, who's been pretty healthy.
1: I really like his play with the Clippers. So, And had Christian I, Wood, I, who's pretty good, too.
0: Yeah, I thought they had enough to at least be a playoff team, which is, in my mind, if as long as you're a playoff team, that means you have a shot, and it's up to your superstars to carry it from there.
1: Because that's what the playoffs is. It's just superstars.
0: Yeah, superstars winning games for you. You know, you do have to have a team to win a series, but if you can just get consistent play from your superstars,
1: it, it really is going to impact a series. I mean, just look at Kawhi with the Raptors that one season. They couldn't yeah. they couldn't play good in the playoffs at all, and then Kawhi comes and they win it all. It's like so. You need, and then
0: um, let's see who so. Who do you have? What What are your seeds one through eight? Like final
1: for the playoffs? Um, I think the Sixers will probably stay at one. It looks like the Nets will stay at two. Box three. I think that's kind of locked in. Maybe the Nets and Sixers will flip. Like the Hawks, Celtics, Knicks, and Heat are all within a game and a half, which is kind of nuts. But I would say I think. Boston would go to four. I think Miami can get to five as long as they're healthy. And then Hawks six, Knicks seven, Hornets eight. I think that's what I would go with. Okay. What do you got?
0: Um for some reason I really don't want the Hornets in the playoffs. Like I don't really want to see that.
1: <laughs> um so Who would you so wanna we... see instead? Let's see. Let's.
0: I would maybe prefer to see. I'm trying. I don't think there's any any way that the wizards can get in. No. Right. Um. Maybe the plan. They could get in the plan. Maybe. Maybe. They could get hot. So I'd actually like to see the wizards somehow get in. Or the Pacers at worst.
1: Are they injured now though? I saw Miles Turner got hurt. I don't know if well, if anyone else is. Yeah, I I, I don't uh Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't want to see an injured team in the playoffs either. So it's just kind of bad. The the like the Pistons and the Magic won eighteen games. This year. <laughs> That's really sad. They they went through a lot of Upheaval though, so I kind of get that, but yeah, just I would actually be cool if like we just stop the Eastern Conference at like the first six teams
1: and <laughs> just put the last ones in. Yeah,
0: just do something different. That'd like, be better um, basketball. Yeah, I, I actually want to see good basketball for the playoffs. I don't really care about because I don't really think that matters. Like when you get to the playoffs, like whose teams playing where, like. Conference is it's whatever at that point, and then Western. Um, the Jazz might be able to get that number one spot. I, I'm it might, or I'm sorry, the Suns, so it might go Suns, Jazz, Clippers are probably stand put, Nuggets are probably stand put. Um, I think you can f- flip 5-6 from the Trailblazers to the Lakers. And then the same thing goes with uh, the Mavericks and the Grizzlies. And then the Warriors are looking to get into that that last spot there. So, I can see the Warriors making a little playoff push and uh, doing the, the play-in.
1: Yeah, they could. Steph could just drop 50 and then the other team's going home.
0: Right. I, I, I think... I think it would be easier to get the Grizzlies out of there, but uh, the Warriors can definitely beat the Mavericks for a one game.
1: I think they could beat any of those three teams, the Mavs, Grizzlies, or Spurs.
0: Yeah, definitely. So that's kind of where I am with it. Who do you think is going to be the MVP? Ooh.
1: A lot of, there's a lot of hype around Embiid, right? Um I know you were I know who your pick is, which is kind of a sleeper. But I don't know, I, I think I would go Embiid.
0: Does he have to play a certain amount of games for
1: you? And that's a good question. Cause he's been hurt, hasn't he? Yeah. I even... I'm not saying
0: that he's not deserving. I'm just saying.
1: It's a good question. I think it's as wide open as it's been in a while.
0: Well, can I be honest about why I have an issue with Embiid? Yeah, you can. As an MVP pick? Okay. So, just last year, we were talking about how this guy takes plays games off and is very inconsistent, and all of that was true, and how he just didn't work out, didn't take the game seriously enough, right? Mm -hmm. Because the talent is definitely there. And this year, he hasn't been like that. I think he's taken that step in his own personal progression, which is cool. But I need you to do it for more than a year before I can give you an MVP. That's fair. I just, like, to me, it's some of the same criticism. Like, the reasons why Melo doesn't have an MVP, the reasons why Dwayne Wade doesn't have an MVP, you know, like, these were the same criticisms for guys that they give MVP awards to now. <laughs> like, like it's nothing. No, I that, mean, that's fair. Like, Harden having multiple MVPs. Well, no, he only has the one, right? I believe so, yeah. I think so. Like Harden only has the one. But the Greek Freak having multiple MVPs is, is really weird to me. Because I just don't... When, cause, I think we're going to get to a point where we start looking back on this era of the game and seeing how things are just skewed a little bit like Kobe Bryant only has one MVP, but you can't tell me that the Greek freak who is a big Kobe Bryant fan um, and Kobe was a big fan of his as well. they were, you know, pupils had a pupil mentor relationship. Like, you can't tell me the Greek freak had a bigger impact or was a better player than Kobe. Like, I'm not.
1: That does make That's... sense. That does make sense when you put it in the bigger picture, picture like that. So when we start looking back on things, like,
0: or just the fact that offensively this era is it's so much easier.
1: Oh, way than, easier.
0: Than, like, the Melo, D-Way, T-Mac, era, like, LeBron even that era it was different like kobe it was just it was a different era you could hand check like that's the dumbest rule
1: that, that gets me mad that they call those hand check files like
0: like we we have to put things in perspective um we can't be without um okay we can't be without We can't be without um, – I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. What was I saying? We go on tangents on this podcast sometimes, sure. Yeah, we do. So, but I, I think we, we need context for this game. I think that's ultimately the point that I was trying to make. It makes sense. So when we really start, like, looking at – top 50 players and who did what. And like, I think a player that people don't talk about enough is Gary Payton. You know, um, I I think there's a lot of players who have contributed a lot to this game that we just don't give the award to. I think there's times that, um, like I don't, I don't see, I don't see how LeBron. I I don't understand the case for LeBron winning MVP this year, really. Oh no, no, he hasn't I, played I don't enough,
1: it. or has he played the same as much as NB? No,
0: I think he has. He he might even played have played a little bit more games, and he's played well, but um, I I just don't, I don't think he has had an MVP caliber season and i i don't understand how he that narrative was going last year that he should win mvp when it was it wasn't until ad came that they were actually a playoff team yeah like i i I didn't understand that And, and i'm saying this as a lakers fan like i like lebron Am I the biggest LeBron fan? No, but I think he's a top five um, player of all time. I think he's a great player, and he should be respected as such. And I try to talk about him in that context because I think that's the respect that he's due. But, like, I I just don't... I don't think that's the case. Uh, Like, as much as I love Steph, I don't think... You can be a ninth seed and get an MVP. No, you shouldn't be able to. And that's not to say he hasn't been playing great. I just don't I, – I don't see that. So, with all that being said, my pick is Chris Paul.
1: Which I don't think a lot of people For, have.
0: Yeah, the only other person I see really pushing this is Ashley Neville shout out to Ashley Neville and her podcast and um what she does she's on YouTube you can follow her on Instagram as well um so she she's from Chicago as well i think she's based in Arizona now um but she does a lot of uh she's a producer and reporter sports reporter so and i think she actually did something with a uh, like a friend of the podcast, uh, Derek Spallone. So from one of our earlier episodes. So that's who so what else? Do who do you think is gonna make it to the finals? I
1: don't know. I know you don't think so, but I I feel like a healthy Lakers team would make it. I know you're not agreeing with that, but I just don't see any team that could take them out.
0: I don't think that they can. I don't think it's, like, impossible. I don't think that it's unlikely either. I just have a sense that last year we were able to get away with a lot of stuff because I think we were like, it was just our year with Kobe dying. Mm It was the path of Kobe and Gigi. I think it was just uh, imperative that um, that occurred uh, that we won that year. I think everyone's hearts were in that and it brought the team together, helped everyone kind of gel purposes bigger than themselves. But I don't think I don't feel like this team has ever figured itself out um with the two stars being in and out of the lineup. It's just a weird team. I don't even know if they're as talented as they were last year um I don't know it's just i don't I wouldn't be like completely shocked if they repeat it. But it it would be a little odd to me. I'd be like, "Oh, okay, that's."
1: So, who would you see coming out of the West?
0: Um, I don't know. I think it's the Wild Wild West this year. I really, I could, I could maybe see the Nuggets coming out. I could, because I have more faith in the Nuggets than I do Utah for some reason. Um, and I could see see maybe the Clippers coming out, but I don't see the Clippers winning a championship. Yeah. And I think if they don't win it th- this year, they're going to break up that team. So you think
1: Kawhi's gone if they don't make it?
0: I think Kawhi and Paul George are probably gone.
1: Dang. I don't know where Kawhi is going. I don't either. That'd be a wild card. Uh
0: I don't know where Paul George would go either. I think Paul George would probably have to go in a trade of some sort. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know how that plays out. But and then I kind of i I see the Nets kind of just being just kind of playing it like. March Madness style and just getting hot at the right oh, time. Yeah. And I think the same could be true of the Lakers as well, just getting hot at the right time and going from there. Maybe learning how to play defense, yeah, but when your starters have only played together six times, it's it's yeah, I need
1: to figure that out. Yeah, I get that chemistry down before the playoffs start. Right.
0: I know there was a year with the Lakers, it was the year, I think it was 2011, was the year we had Dwight Hart, Paul Gasol, Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant, um, Ron Artest, that was like our starting five. I was like, yo, we're definitely going to go get a championship (laughs) this year. And history will tell you that did not happen at all. And they, the starters only played together five, like, seven games, something like that. Five, wow, seven just in seven and games. out
1: of the lineup. And so,
0: like, that's just I, – I think we, we barely made it into the playoffs that year. But it, it was rough, a lot of injuries. So it's just – it's hard, but – But I think the – but I think the uh, the East is kind of up for grabs too. I don't think there's a necessarily – It's in a bad team. way.
1: <laughs> like the West yeah, is in a good way. I, I the just, East is just like who's going to win out of
0: – Yeah, who's going to kind of figure it out. Um, My guess it's the 76ers. Uh, I'll rank it like this. I actually have the Nets, then the 76ers, and then the Bucks in terms
1: of my confidence level. I don't have confidence in the Bucks at all. <laughs> I don't know. The Celtics maybe will make a run, but I don't think they're going to make the finals. Right. I don't. Know.
0: So. Give us your final picks, and then we'll kind of wrap things up. So, who do you think's winning MVP? Um, Who do you well? We already did MVP, but who do you think's winning Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved,
1: Rookie of the Year? I think it would be Lamelo, unless they don't count those games, because like he missed a lot of games. I think it's still Anthony Edwards. Yeah, and then I think Tyrese Halliburton will probably finish third. I would say.
0: Who do you think? Who do you think wins uh, six man?
1: I don't know if you count it, but I do think Thaddeus Young should make a push for some of it. He's been really good off the bench, but he's also started a bunch, so I don't know. Does that disqualify you?
0: I think it depends on how many games
1: you Because he didn't start the first few months, and then he started for like a couple weeks. And then he was kind of in and out of the starting lineup.
0: Oh, well, if it's only a couple weeks, then...
1: I would say him. He's been consistent. Yeah, I don't, I don't he's been really good for the Bulls.
0: Well, with, well, the um six man. It's hard this year because injuries have kind of thrown off rotations to a certain extent. It seems like on the teams that and trades. There's been a lot of trades this year that have changed. Yeah, there has a little bit so.
1: I don't even know who else I would think of, to it's, be honest. I always have, like, Lou Will,
0: six Man, always. But uh, I don't know if that's the case. he right got there. traded, too. Yeah, he got traded, so I don't know. I don't know who I would have. Um, who do you have for
1: defensive player of the year? Hmm. That's a good question. I really – I'm not sure. Do you have anyone that you're thinking of? I think uh, I think you
0: can give it to uh, Ben
1: Simmons this year because he's made the impact to get him the one seed right now. Yeah, I think he's
0: always been a great defensive player, and I think he continues to improve in that area as well. So, um, I think you know we always talk about what Ben Simmons isn't rather than what he is, and I think he's a very great player, very good. Great player um, that we need to kind of focus in on what his skill set actually is rather than what we maybe want him to be or think he should be.
1: I like that pick. And then who else? Most improved. Um, hmm. It's a good question. Let's see. You got any that you're thinking of? I kind of want to hear yours first. I don't have anything off the top of my head right now. Let's see. Um, who won it last year?
0: Um, I'm looking up who they're saying Julius Randle has a good. I I actually do year. like him a lot. I think that's a good pick. I'm trying to think who won last year. It's right?
1: hard one to decide because like I players I... have gotten better, but they've already been good before. So it's like, I don't well.
0: know. What do you like to see with most improved? Because I think it's an award that gets overlooked a lot. Um, but do you like to see a player go from like not really recognized to? Budding star, or do you like to see a star go from a superstar?
1: What do you like? I like the first the one, board. where it's like they're just kind of a no name, and then they turn into a star. That's kind of what okay. I prefer. That's why I think Julius Randle's that would be a good pick.
0: Brandon Ingram. That's I'm a good pick sure. too.
1: He's really good. So let's see. Yeah, I think.
0: I th- I think you give Julius Randall this year because the Knicks year. are
1: good too, which is kind of surprising. Well, I mean, right. so
0: yeah, it is surprising. So we've we've covered a lot today. Any other final thoughts you want to throw out?
1: Mm, not much. I think it was it was a good show and it was fun to be on. So thanks for having me on. So, what's the name of your podcast, and how can uh, people follow you and support
0: the all it's of your It's called the Three Sportsman
1: Podcast. It used to be weekly. We might be making a comeback in the summer. We just go over the news of sports and just our opinions on it. And it's on YouTube. So you're gonna search it up, Three Sportsman, on YouTube. All right. Do you consider yourself a podcaster, Trey?
0: Mm, maybe a developing one. On. okay cool cool um do you have any tips for podcasters or anyone looking to get into sports marketing or i would just media? say what
1: i've been told is just the more reps you do the better it doesn't matter if you have a podcast and no one's listening to it or it's just your family you should just get the reps in and the more you do it the more you get comfortable and the better you get ultimately do you i feel do like that's true with you
0: glad to hear it Trey glad to hear it do you want to um give you the platform you can uh throw out some fun facts about me <laughs> if you want some fun facts about yourself whatever
1: as we and well, a good fact about <laughs> Pete there's a lot
0: <laughs> um I don't even know why I did that I mean, asking for trouble. Pete
1: does, I don't know. He's on the brink of, I think that he's a bandwagon sometimes. <laughs> That's a lie. We've had that argument a lot before. So just, you know, a little bit skeptical when you got, you know, Alabama, Tom Brady, the Lakers. I don't know. Throwing it out there.
0: Okay. Lakers, okay, you act like they were the you a a
1: year ago. Who were we talking about? The Lakers. What are you talking about? How was I no, a not the Lakers. fan not for the, the Lakers. Lakers? I would say Alabama for sure. And then I would say maybe Tom Brady. I'm not sure. How was I...
0: Just because I happen to like Brady because he won.
1: Dang. I like to cheer for the underdog. That's just how I am. Because
0: Brady's been my guy. Just because I liked how... Brady is an underdog. What are you talking about? He was picked After he won a few championships,
1: I wouldn't consider him an underdog.
0: You know, and he, he developed and became the greatest quarterback ever. And even then... Tom Brady's actually only my second favorite quarterback. Hmm.
1: Who's your first? Dan Marino. Oh, so you didn't, so you didn't stay with that team after he, he was done?
0: I No, I don't. I, I will team jump now. I, I don't, especially in the NFL. Not really in the NBA as much. Um, More so now because a lot of my players leave. Like, I'm not really in the OKC now that Russ is gone. Um, you know, that's just like an example but my core teams are pretty I'm always a Lakers fan but there's a couple of other teams that I like here and there you know it just kind of depends on who's on that's the team fair. not ne- not necessarily their level of, I really like the Warriors but I saw the Warriors coming before they happened I was like yo this team and they win did at least one soon as Mark Jackson became the head coach I knew they were going to win at
1: least one that's fair
0: so, that's facts. I don't know.
1: I think it's still a little bit sketchy. But, you know.
0: Whatever. Whatever. You're just used to being a Cubs fan mm-hmm. and, like, losing all the time. and Bears fan and Northwestern That's fan what you
1: call loyalty just, right there. If you don't know what, what loyalty that's, is.
0: That's that's what being a fan is to you. Just losing all the time. I just don't. Um, that, that's what, that's what support you support. You loyal. support losing. It
1: feels good when they win. So
0: Trey will be a fan rewards if you start a losing program and just keep losing.
1: Trey's gonna stick with you through thick and thin, but mostly. Thin. And your team will be yeah. bad for a year, and you'll just jump ship. And what team have I jumped awesome. on?
0: Well, I mean, I would say I was never really. I was always a Merino fan. I was never really a Dolphins fan in particular. I have his jersey though. And I kind of, but I, I actually like the 49ers more than I like the Dolphins. And I don't really, I've really liked, been in love with them ever since Colin Kaepernick left. So, yeah. yeah. That's kind of where things are. I. I'm, I'm more player-driven. I, I try to support players more than teams because teams trip. Teams don't. That's the only thing I don't like is,
1: well, like, you get so attached. Like, for you, for an example, you got attached to attach the Brady and then he retires. And you'll just be like, the I feel this depressing. Oh, well,
0: I, I like different players. So, um, like, I – I like Rodgers a lot. I I think Rodgers at this point might retire before Brady. Um but there there's there's young talent in the league and I like wide receivers a lot too. Um you know, I kind of wish I played wide out. Um looking back on it. So, I I like like a good wide out. Good tight end. I th- I think I would be like probably a better tight end, but I I don't have the size for it.
1: Those are the ones that make the big plays or go up and get the ball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not like the fastest, so I'm like I'm probably not fast enough to be a receiver. Maybe like a slot receiver or something like that. Yeah. Like a Julian Edelman type. But, yeah. So. It, It depends. There's there's some good talent. So I. I like Patrick Mahomes a lot. Uh, he's good. I think he's a good leader. I like Travis Kelsey a lot. I think he's super, super talented player. Um, what else? Odell's my guy for sure. I like. Um, I like Antonio Brown as a player. Oh, yeah. Like so did I. I liked him before
1: he went off the rails like, a little bit.
0: I don't follow him as, like, his social media or anything at all. Like, I don't care to hear him do interviews. Yeah, or it's, it's like that.
1: kind of depressing.
0: Yeah, I don't like to hear him talk, but I definitely still think he's a hard He definitely
1: player. has the talent.
0: Uh, I mean, I think when you... If I'm just looking at his career, if he doesn't have to do that much to kinda like seal the deal for me and that. Now, I don't know if he'll get in because I think the voters don't like him at this point. So it might be rough. But oh, is Julian Adam in the Hall of Fame? I'm not
1: sure about that. I don't know. I, it's close. I think he is
0: based on his playoff performances, but I think the way that the Hall of Fame treats, um, wide receivers, I think there's a lot of wide receivers that have to get in before he's even thought about. But I think Brady will campaign for him, and I think Belichick will campaign for him, um, and I think eventually he'll get in. No, out, I don't think maybe not a first ballot. And and, and I do think his accomplishments are deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. He made big plays consistently, um, you know, winning a Super Bowl MVP. But, yeah, I don't know real spectacular regular seasons. um, But that's just kind of being a part of that system as well. So it just... It depends, but there's there's so many other great wide receivers that they make wade or probably aren't gonna get in ever. So like he can't get in in my mind yeah. before. Oh, yeah, when you look at it like
1: that, it's kinda hard to be like Gotta make sure the best ones are in first.
0: Heinz Ward has to get in. There there's a few guys. There's like there's about ten guys that have to get in before Julian Allen. And that's not that has nothing to do with him. It's really about the Hall of Fame. But, um, yeah. Now it's a good words? time. Appreciate you having me on. Of course. We'll have to have you back and see oh, how yeah. you did as far as your predictions. All right. Well, you, you too. take care of yourself, Trey. Good old Trey Way. And we will see you on the next episode of the Trep Life podcast. And remember to go follow and support Trey. All right, Trey, we went a little over time, but I will.
1: Okay, just let talk me know when uh, later. it releases and I'll show